I'm creator and host Kat Lively, and welcome to Calling Old Hollywood, the podcast where because of the future, the past will not be forgotten. For more updates, news, and information, visit callingoldhollywood.com. And don't forget to visit the YouTube channel, where you can watch the podcasts and step back in time with me as I take you to classic Hollywood and historic locations. Without further ado, I bring you this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Calling Old Hollywood. I'm your host, Kat Lively, and my guest this week is Woody Wise and Larry Floyd. Hi, guys. Hello, Kat. How are you? How are you doing this uh, sunny afternoon? I know we're all on different time zones right now. Well, I'm in the West Coast. Larry's in the East Coast. And I'm in the West Coast. I'm in the East East Coast. It was uh, 92 degrees over here today, and the high tomorrow is supposed to be 70. (laughs) That's that's not bad for a high tomorrow. We're getting into that fall weather, colder weather. So you guys, we so we are doing this episode. We're talking about the wonderful Lone Pine Film Festival, and a, a big thing is like you know we're trying to get more people out there. How did you get involved with Lone Pine? Yeah, well, uh, well, I've been going now for about seventeen years. Uh, they used to show sixteen millimeter film uh, for the films, and uh, when it went to video, uh, they needed somebody in the video end of it which was by my about what i did video and uh so they asked me to come up there and i really didn't know anything about one time uh, but i loved the cowboys and i loved westerns and so i had no idea where what i was even gonna go see but once i hit lone pine and you see what's there the alabama hills where over 400 movies were filmed uh it, it's just <laughs> it takes your breath away wow uh, i get the, the festival was started in uh uh, 1990, and uh, Roy Rogers was the first guest. Oh, and so this uh, this year, uh, and it starts on October 6th. It's always over Columbus Day weekend. Uh, this year uh, will be the 32nd anniversary of the festival. That's incredible. So 17 years you've been doing it. And Larry, how about you? Well, I got I was real good friends with a uh, very famous uh, for the B Western fans uh, gal by the name of Peggy Stewart, and mm-hmm. Peggy was basically the princess of Lone Pine. She made a lot of films up there, and uh, uh, it was a point that she needed somebody to drive her up there. And my wife and her were real good friends, so. That's the way I started going is driving Peg uh, up there and and uh, helping her get around and this, that, and the other. And uh, and when Peggy got to the point that she couldn't go anymore, I started doing, uh, I had told uh, uh, Bob Sigmund, uh, last president of Republic Pictures, Bob was kind of uh, running the festival in the museum at that time. And I uh, told Bob that... Uh, uh, and Patrick Smith, a friend of mine, was involved. And so anyway, they, we decided I put on some kind of program in the, um, in the uh, uh, theater. And my background, basically other than interest in Western film, my background was in uh, antique firearms. Yes. And uh, so I started doing programs uh, with my antique firearm base. I did one on uh, Custer and the Cavalry and so forth. 
and uh, and I would take uh, uh, firearms uh, and have them on display and I let people who'd watch movies all these years and uh, they didn't know what it felt like to have a have a cold single action in their hand and after my little presentation I'd have them come up and let them hold it in their hand uh, with the admin, uh, not, not cock it, not point it in anybody, but <laughs> they can hold it and, 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 you know, and see what it uh, felt like. And it's turned, I've done about five of those, and I'm doing one this year on uh, titled Shooting Pieces of the Gamblers and Sporting Gals. Yeah. And these will be real small uh, Derringer-type small guns and, uh, and, uh, firearms and uh, we'll see how it goes it usually fills up the auditorium and uh, i think what about woody about 100 seats in there something like that and uh, in the the museum yeah there's uh, 70 seats yeah okay so usually fills up with that and a few people standing around the back so anyway i'm looking forward to it and that's how i got started going to long time that's weird random question thinking about all these guns and how do you get through tsa how do you, how do you, uh, what's well, that process? Well, I, up until this year, I shipped them. Oh, okay. And, that makes uh, a lot yeah, more sense. I had these very nice uh, crates and I would ship them to the museum. Okay. And keep my fingers crossed when they, till they got there. And they would ship them back and, uh, and keep my fingers crossed. But this year I'm uh, trying something new. I've always wanted to right across country and uh, a close friend of mine bob walford you met bob uh, oh and, yeah 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 uh, yeah bob is gonna drive me to lone pine oh my gosh we're gonna take a gonna take about five days uh coming from the east coast and yep go through i've always wanted to go through death valley and unless the r- road washes out again we're going to go through death valley on our way to long time and this way i'll be able to have them in the car and then bob's going to bring them back so anyway that, that that's how i got them out there but this year i'll feel real comfortable because i'll be with them all the way that's gonna be a hoot oh my gosh you two on the road from the east coast to the west coast Oh my gosh! Are you guys gonna do any uh, any Route sixty six stuff or any any little trips? Uh, you know, so there's so much Western history through that up up to Lone Pine. Well, we dated a couple of days when we first were gonna make the trip. It was a it was like driving ten hours a day because I was doing another show, but I decided not to do the other show and to add two more days to the trip. So. We'll be able to, I'm leading it up to Bob. He's, he's made this trip back and forth about three or four times, but mm-hmm. he's familiar. He's familiar with the, uh, with the deal. That's incredible. I love it. I love it. So going back to Woody for a second. So Woody, what has kept you coming back all these years to Lone Pine? Well, you know, we always get new people every year, but there's always a lot of us that we know each other and have been there. And uh, it's it's just a fun getaway. I mean, of course, I, I up until last year, I was in charge of running the films, mm-hmm. uh, so that was always fun. Uh, last year, I kind of turned it over. I kind of want to enjoy a little bit of the festival myself instead of being in the auditorium. Right? All day. Yeah. We have we have we have two auditoriums. There's one in the museum, which is just seventy seats uh, that we we show have special attractions. 
and show films. And then the high school auditorium is like a small theater, mm-hmm. has 300 seats. And they put up a big screen, and so it's just like going to a little theater. That's so uh, cute. Very nice. Uh, but, the, but the festival is just, you know, it, it, there's something going on all day. Right. And we have a, a, a ton of celebrities this year, mm-hmm. more celebrities than we've ever had. I mean, we've got Bunny Markham and uh, uh, Claude Jarman Jr., Patrick Wayne, Christopher Mitchum, Robert Carradine, Bruce Boxleitner, just to mention a few. Mm-hmm. These guests, these celebrity guests, are, are very nice to people. They they want people to talk to them, and they'll be giving autographs and selling some of their books. And uh, so that's always fun. And there's horseback riding, uh, there's uh, film site tours and Into the Hills. It's just something going on all day. And and throughout it, too, I mean, Lone Pine in itself, you know, you kinda, yeah. you're kind of, you're stepping back in time in this very small town, you know, and what is it, over like 400? 400 films that yeah. were made there, yeah. But, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, there's only one stoplight in town. Yeah, and, yes. <laughs> and there's, I think the the total uh, amount, amount of people there is like a little over 2,000, I think, you know, that live there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, surprisingly, there's a five-star restaurant. Is it any good? There's some great, I make, res- you've got to make reservations or you can't get in. Got it. Um, okay. Uh, and there's some great places to eat there. It's amazing for a little town like that. But you got to remember, it's right on 395 going to Reno. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great stop-off for people. Yeah. Well, that's just fantastic. So if, if I were someone that was listening to this episode and I had never been to Lone Pine, what's a good place to start with a festival? If you went, you get into town, what's the first thing you do? Well, go, go to the museum, right, Woody? <laughs> right, yeah, I was, yeah. The museum is the is the highlight of the town, the Museum of Western Film History. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, this, this has been set up now for, uh, I don't even know how many years, I guess quite a few years, but... They keep adding thing every year, but they've got just tons of stuff in there that uh, are made from westerns, from John Wayne westerns, and not only westerns. You know, uh, uh, other films were made up there, like well, Bad Day of Black Rock was a western, but uh, uh, what's the one, uh, Larry? What's the one with the monster that comes out of the ground? You know, I knew you were going to ask me that. I have another <laughs> answer for you. Uh, Lone Pine was Hollywood's India. Uh, mm-hmm. Gunga Den was made at Lone Pine. King of the Kuiper Rifles was made at Lone Pine with Tyrone Power. And uh, uh, so uh, there's a, uh, it'll be on the tour. They'll have a tour going out there. In the area where it was made, you can kind of look and close your eyes. And if you like those films, you can see where the, big bridge was across there and where they had the town set up and 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 all like that but uh that was another thing uh, films not just westerns and many commercials have been made uh you know basically the alabama hills are just like they were in the 1920s when the first film was made at that wow. uh, so it hadn't changed it's pretty amazing why do you think this history is so important to be remembered? Why do you think it's important that people continue coming to Lone Pine and to the festival every year? Well, Western films are, part, are it's, it's, it's totally American. 
Yeah. Uh, it's our culture. And I think it should be uh, maintained. Of course, hey, I'm an 80 year old man looking backwards and remembering going to the movies when I was seven or eight. I was in a small town and I could walk, no fear of anything, walk to the movies. And uh, I saw all the cowboys and the Hopalong Cassidy films, and many of the Hopalong Cassidy films were filmed in Lone Pine with, mm -hmm. the, with a uh and the alabama hills uh with mount whitney and all you know in the background and i just think it's important that uh you know that uh that be that be remembered i mean we would go to the theater and on the way home after the movie we would replay the movie after we got home and the biggest argument was who was going to be uh <laughs> Uh, the star and who's going to be the sidekick. <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah, man, that's really that's really amazing and really important, you know. And not not to mention how important you know westerns are. Like you said, you know, it encapsulates America. I mean, this is where we came from. But also on another token, which I really love, is like not only is this where we came from, but this is where films came from. You know, I mean, so many of the of these early films were Westerns and really encapsulated the history. Really, you know, it wasn't just like, of course, it was like that, but it was also almost like a history lesson watching this. It's incredible. Nothing like a good stagecoach chase. Yeah, definitely. So what are you? So what are you? Yeah. What are you? Some of your? Uh, what are you? Some of your favorite westerns? And if you, if you were in, if you had the opportunity to go back and be in one of these westerns, both of you, which one would you be in? That's a question and a half. Oh uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> could, I, right could I be the hero or the sidekick? I mean, that, that would. It's your choice. That. What do you want? <laughs> go ahead, Woody. Go ahead while I'm thinking, Woody. Well. The only thing I can think of, you know, my, my hero growing up was Roy Rogers. Singing Cowboy. Roy, yeah, King of the Cowboys. Yep. And Roy made his first feature there. I wouldn't want to be the star, but I would be, like to be his pal. <laughs> <in those shows>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you and guys... That, you know, on Cassidy made, almost all, made over half of his movies up there. Have you guys been out to Pioneer Town? Uh, I have not, though. No. Oh, my gosh. Larry, have you been to Pioneer Town? Yes, I have. Oh my gosh, yeah. Woody, you got to see. You, you got to go to Pioneer Town. It's over there in um, Yucca Valley, and it's like it's the um, the western, this teeny little western set that Roy Rogers and everybody you know they filmed at. They did the show there for quite a while too, um, but it's all still up. It's all the same exact set and everything. You can just kind of walk along the old western set. Yeah, yeah. So many of the places, uh, Aberson Ranch. Uh, and all, I mean, the throughway is through there, and condos are built there, and, and all like that. But like I said before, the Alabama Hills, Lone Pine of the Alabama Hills is just like it was when they, uh, just like it was when they used it, where so many of the elbows are not. Uh, so, you know, that's my, you were talking about my uh, films that I like, um, I never was a big Roy Rogers or Gene Autry film because right in the middle of everything they started singing. But uh, uh, yeah. I was more I was more into Alan Rocky Lane and and Wild Bill Elliott and Lash mm -hmm. LaRue and uh, and Hoppy. 
Yeah. Uh, I was more into those than I was the singing cowboys. Uh, uh, anyway, that's that. Uh, that's you know that's my uh, that that was my interest you know and you know you would uh, tell who's gonna you know who's in the uh, who's at the movies this weekend always on Saturday we went and, you know it would be uh, you know Alan Lane or or uh, or Wild Bill Elliott as uh, mm-hmm. Red Rider. Uh, and he, they had this opening for the Red Riders with Wild Bill Elliott, where it showed the front of a Red Rider comic book, and the book opens and he steps out of the comic book along with his little little beaver, the, the little uh, Indian that was his uh, uh, his sidekick in the time. So it was just a different. Uh, I'll never forget one of the first times that I. Uh, went out there in a rented car with a couple other guys and I had just watched High Sierra. Yeah. And uh, I started up the road uh, trying to imitate Humphrey Bogart driving <laughs> up towards uh, the uh, top there. And, uh, anyway, I didn't go very far before I backed off the accelerator. I mean, <laughs> Imagine. For, a boy, for a boy used to the flatlands of, uh, of Eastern Virginia, it's uh, altogether different, but it, it's so pretty and to, uh, uh, drive up, uh, you know, drive up that drive and there is a restaurant and it's still open all the way at the jumping off point where mm-hmm. they had the campground and everything for the people climbing Mount Whitney. Um, there was a restaurant up there. The chief claim to fame was a pancake so big that you couldn't see the plate under it. My goodness, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. But anyway, uh, that's all the things. You were talking about what else Lone Pine is. Uh, it's a great uh, people come in there to camp and to mountain climb and trout fish is another thing and biking and everything so it's it's you know it's a lot to do there if you're into that type of other than you know other than the films uh, other than the film festival but the times really happen when the uh, film festival is on that's why i'm excited so the tell of course is the gateway to mount whitney so mm-hmm. uh that's always a, a, a focal point is to drive up to the portal of mount whitney it's just 14 miles up, but uh, it's a nice little climb. That's uh, but, it is. Yeah. I uh, imagine. But, uh, Woody, you also were talking about the history, the Alabama Hills, and all of it. You made a documentary about Lone Pine. Well, uh, we were filming for my, you know, that little documentary I have, Brotherhood of the Popcorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were doing a segment for that, and we did a, a lot of footage that we couldn't put in the documentary because it was just too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we ended up making that little 32-minute that you, you watched, right. uh, which kind of gives a really good overview of the festival and the town and Alabama Hills. Definitely. Um, I, at least I think so. It's, uh, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's just fun to, fun to watch. I like it. It was a really, it was really well done. It was just, you know, if you want, like you said, a 32 minute kind of scope of the entire history, it was just wonderful, beautifully shot. So, and then part of the festival, we were talking about presentations, there's horseback riding, there's film location tours. What's your, what are, what are your favorite parts of the festival? 
you're asking me? Both of you. <laughs> well, again, up until up until this year, I didn't really get to do a lot. I'm looking forward to some of the special presentations in the museum, yes. like Larry's gun gun presentation. Uh, there's uh, women in westerns. My friend uh, uh, Mark Wanamaker of Bison Archives is doing a, a, a presentation on women in westerns you know, in the early years, like in the early 1900s. Wow. Uh, which, which I'm really looking forward to. And speaking of, uh, of uh, Mark Wanamaker, uh, up until up until a couple of years ago, we always thought the very first film made up there was in 1920. Uh, was the Patty Arbuckle, uh, the Roundup. Okay, yeah. Uh, but uh, but uh, Mark Wanamaker uh, has come up in a couple of years, found out that uh, before that, there were some shorts made up there mm. as early as 1909. Wow. So uh, we've got more history now than we, we did have. So yeah, Hollywood's been going there a long time. It's the power of technology. I've got several mutual friends with Mark, but I haven't met him yet. So I'm looking forward to that, too. I know he's he's written some books with some friends of mine. You know, a lot of, like I said, you know, the, the Westerns and stuff that I grew up with was like the John Wayne, uh, Roy Rogers. I didn't get the deep cut stuff, but I also was a kid. I didn't have the appreciation. I wanted to watch cartoons, um, you know, so it's full circle now. But it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's that's the crash course that's about to happen is all the pre-1950 stuff that I love, you know, is, is, is going so far back to like the Squaw Man and, you know, the first films. And that's some history I'm really looking forward to digging into is, you know, where, especially with Lone Pine in this festival now, it's, it's, it's where this all started. Well, poor old Woody, as you said, is going to get out and get around because Woody doing the marvelous job he did with the films and everything. Woody would be in the dark all weekend up there <laughs> because he'd be showing films. But now he's going to be out and be in the light, and uh, I know he's looking, uh, looking, looking forward to that. I'm so excited. You know, I'm so excited. If there was, if you could tell. Uh, and, you know, people that are listening that might be considering after listening to this episode uh, going to Lone Pine, what, what what would you say to them? If they think about going next year, book uh, a room early. Mm-hmm. And uh, because it's just uh, a few a few motels, none of them are very large, and a lot of people have to go up to far as Big Pine and Bishop to find a room unless they book book Lone Pine real early right and uh, that would be that would be one suggestion that I would make and make uh, you know Lone Pine has a different turn than what they're selling uh, the Alabama Hills and the filming locations mm-hmm. and those tours I've helped that's another thing that, that Bob Sigmund asked me to do I helped uh, line up the people for the tours. The car tours were be uh, ten, let twelve cars in a tour led by a tour director, and you go out to where a certain film or a certain group of films were shot, and they had the glossies, and then you look at the glossies, and then there's right in front of you. That's the rock. That's a rock that Randolph Scott was behind. Oh, that's yeah. where Hoppy and yeah, I mean, you know, and that's. That's their big selling point. They show films. It's basically like a three-ring circus trying to, you have to 
line up what you want to do, and uh, you, you can't do everything, but line up the things that uh, you want to do, the films you want to see, and so one doesn't interfere with the other. But uh, it's different. It's different from any uh, any festival. Like uh, I mean, for 25 years, I did the Williamsburg Film Festival. That's right. Yes. To and yeah, to, to you know to come up with. Um, the Times uh, changed the name for the last three years to the Williamsburg Nostalgia Fest. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I just, I said I was going to do it until I was 80, and I was 80 last April, and I was looking for somebody. I didn't want it to die, but I just wanted to get the, you know, the weight off. Right. And, uh, I, and Martin Graham, who does an excellent job. Incredible. With the Mid-Atlantic. Uh, uh, I finally uh, broke Martin down, and he's going to, I'm going to help him do a few things, but he's going to bear the brunt of the uh, deal, and, uh, uh, and he'll be doing his first one in November. Yep. Here at the uh, Clarion Hotel in uh, Williamsburg. I'm looking forward. I'll be there doing some interviews and panels as well. So that'll be a real treat. And looking really looking forward to that. Yeah. So, but but long time is something different. I don't care what festivals you've been to. Uh, long time is has a whole different complexion. Mm-hmm. Uh, by being right there where all of those films were made and tours of those areas and. The museum with all the memorabilia in there you get to see, and then you add the films and the autographs on top of that. So anyway, that's my evaluation alone, Pat. So excited. I might also mention uh, people that are going to be listening to this podcast uh, probably the day before the festival starts. uh, That Lone Pine is just a three-hour drive from the L.A. area, Mm -hmm. Los Angeles, and uh, day passes are available for like $35. So for, you know, it's a great day trip. You could leave early in the morning, get up there at nine at 10 o'clock in the morning, take in some movies, a tour, have lunch, see a movie, head back home and be home by eight or nine o'clock. Yeah. So uh, just think about that. If you're not planning on going to the full festival, uh, day passes are available. Definitely. And highly encouraged. That's what that's what I'm doing is, you know, these efforts to preserve and efforts to get more people out, keep this thriving and keep it going and, you know, expose more and younger generations like myself to the history of, of Western films and the importance that it has in history. Yeah, we got to get the young people going because Larry and I will be around a lot much longer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're I'm hobbling around now. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you got some time yet? We need, we need people, Cat. We need people just like you that will carry on. We we we've, we've got it. We'll do. We're doing our best. You know. That's why I'm I'm so enthused to. Uh, to come out, you know, I'm I'm not an expert on any history at all. I'm still learning myself at at 28, but it's uh. This is a labor of love, and I really, really feel for keeping all of this stuff relevant and keeping it going. You know, it's important. It can't. It, it just, yeah. It's a. It, it feels like a duty. You know. So, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, attend. I'm excited to to have a great time to see some of this. Uh, these locations. I I highly encourage. You know, anyone who's even slightly interested to go at least once. You know. 
Well, it's it's uh, like I said, plenty to see, plenty to do. Some uh, not blowing my own horn, but the other presentations, Wanamaker's presentation and mm-hmm. all the other presentations. I had some excellent help on a couple of mine. Uh, Bob Bosdell, who's the owner and uh, <clears throat> editor and everything of True West Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob came up and uh, and we did a couple of presentations uh, together. John Langelier, who's a Western uh, uh, former, a couple of museums he was the uh, curator of and this, that, and the other. So there's, there's people up there uh, with a lot of knowledge. And if you're interested in the West and you're interested in the movies, then Lone Pine is the place to come. Absolutely. And when is your presentation? I know it's fr- Friday at 2.30, you said? Yeah, Friday at uh, 2.30, right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. That's fantastic. And Woody, is there anything else specifically you want to mention that's happening this year um, for folks that, that might want to come out? Uh, I think we've covered it pretty well. You know, they can go to the, uh, the webpage, which is uh, LoadPineFilmFestival.org and uh, has the, the entire schedule there. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I would recommend that, and I would recommend I would recommend you just coming up. Yeah, <laughs> just get in the car, get up there, go enjoy the get day. In, yeah. Get in the car and come see us. That's it. The, Simple uh, as that. Director, the director, uh, Lizzie Gulick, uh, yes. has a background in uh, at... Uh, Republic and CBS Studios that she retired from, and she's done an excellent job, especially putting this together after the hit that, uh, you know, COVID uh, brought to all the festivals, and she's done a good job, and uh, so she deserves a lot of lot of uh, pats on the back, actually. That's yeah, I second that. She seems like a really. I'm, I'm. I'm looking forward to meeting her too. We've talked on the phone a few times now, and she just seems like salt of the earth. What she's doing is amazing. Yeah, incredible. She, she's actually put this. She's actually put the convention together by herself. That's so uh, much work. She, she's very little help. That's just. It's a total labor of love, and she comes from L.A., so she's going back and forth. You know. What's happened? You know, we. What's happened to these festivals? Or, so many people did it started 25, 30 years ago when they were uh, in their 50s, late 40s or 50s. And, uh, you know, old Father Time has taken its toll. And that's the reason we need uh, to get some young people in. And that's what's happened in Lone Pine. Uh, Definitely. Uh, all the people that started that show up there are up in age. And, like, you know, so we want to get some young people interested in the producing. Uh, to produce these things yeah i know they'll come in with they'll come in with their own uh, bag and, and and do it their way and in fact my son who helped me for the last three or four years at williamsburg he he told me <laughs> he told me that uh, if i helped martin do anything my biggest job would be keeping my mouth shut <laughs> oh my gosh because, <laughs> because Martin is, 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 he has his ways of doing things. I had my way of doing things. Yeah. But you can, uh, you know, you can reach a point from two different angles and, uh, and, and he'll do a good job and, uh, and I'll try to keep my mouth shut. 
I get that. <laughs> well, you you are you are wise, but you've been you know you've you did William. How long did you do Williamsburg for? Twenty five years. Twenty five. I mean, you're man. You you're. I mean, you've got it dialed in, so it's understandable you'd give your opinion. But it's it's. I'm I'm, I'm so excited that you'll be there too for that. I haven't been there yet, so I'm looking forward to that as well. You know, but these. These festivals and these conventions as a whole, of course, Lone Pine, like we're saying, it's different because at other conventions, you know, you're you're in the building at Lone Pine. You're there where these films happened, where they were filmed. And right. there, there is that you're is correct. a that is a really cool, really cool and really different quality about this 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 festival in particular is, you know, you're not just kind of in a, you know, a hotel or something. You're 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 literally right there. You know, and that's special with the people who made these films happen. Uh, you know, it's amazing. Good. Yeah. Looking forward. Larry, uh, Larry, what is the yeah. date of the Williamsburg Film Festival? Uh, you go ask me that. <laughs> the first full weekend in November. <laughs> that, that's okay. Yeah, and we have, up. yeah, and we have uh, have a uh, Facebook Williamsburg Nostalgia Fest. And we have a uh, uh, website, Williamsburg Nostalgia Fest. I'm sure. And, I'm sure Google could find them all. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you yeah, if you just type in that. Uh, in fact, uh, we added two people last night, not Western. Mm-hmm. In fact, we never build ourselves as a Western film festival. We started off that way, but about the first or second festival, third festival had. Uh, Ann Rutherford there, and we would always ask the celebrity, what would you like to show? And she was very proud of a film she did called Orchestra Wives mm-hmm. with George Montgomery. So we showed that. That's and awesome. uh, Paul Paterni, uh, we showed House of Wax. Uh, so we showed other things and then uh, than films. Uh, I talked to Martin last night, and he added Aileen Quinn, Annie, yeah. the movie Annie. Yep. And he's added, uh, I call him Lassie Boy, John Provost. I love John. Lassie. John is great. So they, they've been added to our, uh, to the line. I keep saying our because it was my baby. It'll always, so, you'll uh, always be part of it. You'll be there. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We just added Darby Hinton to the guest list, too. That was, that's a new one. I've, for I've heard some pretty great things about him, too. So this will be a lot of fun. These are great. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you guys so much. Is there anything else you want to include before we wrap the episode up? Uh, I think we covered it. It's been great talking with you. You too. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed it. I really have enjoyed it. As I said, I'm over here at the hotel in Williamsburg, man, doing some things for Martin because he's so far away. But uh, So I've been... uh, Standing by for my four o'clock appointment, and I've enjoyed it all. Enjoyed it all. Well, thank you guys. Definitely. Thank you guys so much for not just taking the time to come on the podcast, but for everything that you're doing and have done for the history of film, westerns, all of it. I mean, really, it's a labor of love, and you guys have contributed a lot. All right, my dear. Yeah. 
All right. Well, you guys, this has been another episode of Calling Old Hollywood. Larry Floyd, Woody Wise, thank you so much. And we will see you guys at the Lone Pine Film Festival, October 6th to the 9th. You can go to Lone Pine, is it LonePineFestival.org, I think? Something like that. Yes. Type Lone Pine Film Festival into Google. Get your tickets. We'll see you there.